Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be By Design with Ritia. I am so glad you are here and back for another episode, back for another day. I'm so excited to chat with you. So I'm hoping my voice keeps up with me today. I've had a bit of a scratchy throat, some allergies. So we're just going to jump right in. Today, we are going to talk about the sacral power the power of the sacral center. So the the creator of human design, uh, I don't even know how to say his name, Ra Uruhu, he says, we know that the sacral center is many things. It is a very powerful motor. It is the reproductive creative center of the being. It is the generative force. It creates this enormous enveloping aura that pulls and drags everything into it. It gives life to the planet. That's pretty powerful. So we're going to talk today about what makes this sacral center so powerful and talk about um, all the ways that we can kind of tap into this life force, life giving energy that is the sacral center. So when you have the sacral center defined, you are by definition a generator in the human design system. So the sacral center can be compared to an engine or a generator, like a, you know, a mechanical generator that you turn on that powers all kinds of different things. It's life's most powerful motor and source of energy. So a defined sacral center represents the potential of this consistent access to the energy needed that creates and builds and sustains life. It's really quite a gift if you have this center. And other other designs like projectors, manifestors, reflectors, um, sometimes they're like jealous almost of this generator energy that you might have, um, especially if they're not living per their design um, and they haven't really accepted or um, yeah, like accepted their, their true gifts that are outside of that. So this type is really this mechanical function of the design. And center is the mechanical characteristic of all generators. It's what makes them a generator. And this determines how the aura operates, which is the way generators really meet life. So manifesting generators also have a defined sacral center. Therefore, they are part generator, hence the manifesting generator. So uh, manifesting generators do have this mechanical part, this mechanical characteristic of having this motor center. But what makes them different is that their motor connects to the throat center. 
So they are either manifestors, they are neither manifestors, um, nor are they here to inform because they act. So the strategy of a generator is to really wait for that response, and then they wait and then respond. And this applies to all generators and manifesting generators. So if you're a generator or a manifesting generator today, um, this, this episode is for you. <laughs> but also, if you're not a generator or manifesting generator, we are going to talk about this sacral energy. And um, if yours happens to be undefined, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. So you're not going to be left out. Uh, but you probably do know a generator or manifesting generator that's in your life. So this may help you understand a little bit as well. So the manifesting generator's manifesting capability can actually be seen as a projection. So they are attached directly to the throat center. Um, it can be seen as this projection. The generator aura is opening and enveloping enveloping and really designed to meet life directly by taking things in each moment. So moment by moment, they're really just opening up, taking things in. And this sacral energy is ideally used up on a daily basis. So you can go to sleep well spent and recharge each night. But there's a catch with this. So access to the power of this life force energy is available and expressed in response or not. This is a very receptive approach to life. And when the generator, what the generator strategy of waiting to respond is about, is really about letting life come to you rather than doing or initiating from the mind. So what does that mean? Waiting to respond, okay? Waiting to respond and, <coughs> excuse me, uh, there's this saying, it's like, this is the limitation of being a generator, that all you can do in life is be receptive. Wait to respond is nothing but another way of saying, like, be receptive to life and deal with life directly. Like, define yourself with life as it is happening. So being receptive to the things that are coming in, and then you respond to those things as they're coming in. So waiting to respond is a means of aligning with the flow of life, responding to things as they come, not imposing your perceived sense of timing and activity in the world around you, but meeting and aligning with life as it's happening. This allows you to move through life, re reducing the resistance that you, you come across, like the things that slow you down if you're having this preconceived notion or this, this preconceived mental thoughts about how things should be, being a generator is really about letting go of that and acting with your gut through your sensations as things come, as things show up in your life. For generators, this means reducing the frustration that comes with trying to initiate or force things, okay? Frustration is the not-self theme for generators and can be an early warning sign that something is out of sync with our life and that people or the wrong situation or the wrong situations. So getting really frustrated is a sign that something is out of sync in your life because that is your not self-theme generators. 
Generators often are going to find themselves in this situation as a result of impatience with waiting, mental decision-making, like using your mind instead of feeling with your body, with your gut, or whatever your authority is, and the influence of other people. So in these situations, that life force is not aligned or not fully engaged with the actual circumstances of the situation that you're in. So there can be this experience of frustration and exhaustion, which ultimately leads to giving up or quitting. That being said, it's really important to take note that although quitting can be seen as a negative thing, it can also be the sacral center protecting yourself from wasting your time, resources, and valuable life force energy. So you really have to understand um, that if something isn't working, it's okay. It's okay to back off. Although <clears throat> the generator center, like once you turn it on and once you get going, once you get started on something, it's really hard to pull back because it doesn't turn off. So the sacral center really provides this um, reliable energy and a, this kind of staying power. When the response from the gut is a yes, generators are said to really have this energetic signature of satisfaction, We're going to feel this deep sense of satisfaction. And this is a feeling of energy well spent doing work that is meaningful or from a place of love. So this experience can still be difficult or challenging, but even so there's a sense of that it's worthwhile because the gut says, yes, you moved with it, even though it's hard. And even though it's a big task, maybe it's worth your time to get through it. The key here is waiting to respond and only engaging when there is this energetic gut level yes. This feeling of being turned on as though your energy comes alive in relation to something you encounter. So it can often be experienced like this natural rising up of energy inside you that really wants to engage with something or, or um, so it can be a yes, like almost a verbal yes from your gut. Um, or it can just feel like this rise of energy, like you want to move toward, you want to move forward or you want to move towards something. And as tough as it can be to really wait when it seems that nothing is happening or that there's nothing to respond to, the truth is that life is constantly happening around you all the time. We all know that, right? Like life is constantly happening. Someone asks you, asks you a question, you might receive an email or something more subtle as such as seeing a sign, okay, a road sign or advertisement. All of these are examples of experiences which you could, um, which could elicit a response in the sacral center where your body feels naturally moved to engaged rather than pressured to work. So if you're not getting this strong sacral response at any given time, it probably means that there's nothing there for you, you know? So just continue waiting until you feel a response. It doesn't mean, you know, you have to open your eyes and you have to be willing to see the signs. You also have to know and understand how you react to those signs. So, you, you know, there may be a big old stop sign that shows up um, on something and your gut's like, yeah, no, no, I don't feel that. Um, and there may be some sort of invitation, um, a sign, an email, like we said, um, somebody contacts you and you're like, yes, I want to move with that. So feel that and wait for those moments. Sometimes generators, um, you know, still struggle with their sacral response. Like 
they may still be operating from the mind, like listening to what their mind says or like trying to overthink or overcomplicate things instead of honoring that sacral response. So when the mind interferes with the response by coming up with ideas about what you should be doing um, or what someone else wants you to do or what could produce this certain outcome or if, you know, trying to trying to um, figure out all of the steps, that's when the mind steps in. It's like, well, how is this going to make so-and-so feel? Or what about this? And what about that? That's not what you want to pay attention to. You want to pay attention to that gut response. What also happens here, had to get a drink of water. What also happens is that the generator will get tired of waiting and feel like they should just do something. So they'll accept or start something that really isn't aligned with who they are because um, it, can, it can take time for these things to show up. So if they jump into something, like maybe in a state of fear or in a state of like, okay, I feel like I've been stagnant too long or whatever it is, they can jump into things that isn't aligned with who they are. And that, that just isn't going to work. When you try to force something based on your mental reasons or justifications, um, there's this disconnect from the place where you could feel into your response. In other words, you become this already engaged in an activity that the mind probably got you into. So there's no space for your body to actually respond. So say um, for people in business, if you own your own business or if you're an entrepreneur trying to make things happen, it's like, okay, I've got to make money. I've got to make money. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to throw this out there. But you haven't responded to things that are actually showing up in alignment. So you just throw something out there and then nobody buys it. Nobody sees it. <laughs> because that's not really what you were meant to do. You just kind of panicked and, and threw something out there. Now I'm gonna, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'm not editing that out because people sneeze. So what the heck, uh, <laughs> what do we do? Well, you can stop and wait and you may find that space opens up again. And in that space, it becomes possible to see the mind and its thought patterns and feel into life in this more experiential way, if you will. So you can feel into what is actually happening. If there's something that you can engage with in a, in some, in a way that um, it really lights you up and you feel alive and invigorated and you can experience the way that your generator life force wants to be expressed. So this sacral energy is designed to work for the pleasure and satisfaction of it. And because that's what when you're in, when you're in it, right, you feel this deep level of satisfaction. Now, I want to use my sister as an example of this generator energy, because I don't know how she does the things she does. I will do a plug. You can follow her on Instagram at Lazy Haven. And she's a generator. She works very hard. She works for a company. Um, should I name drop? Why not? She works for HoneyBook. Um, it's a CRM, I think is how you say it. She is the main um, user. I'm going to get that wrong. She does the user research UX something, um, but she's very good at what she does, works extremely hard. And then when she's not doing that on the internet with her 
her friends across the world. Um, she's also renovating their their farm and their ranch house and building these crazy things and chairs and tents and campgrounds and redoing rooms and building desks. And the way that she can do this, like you look at her and you're like, how does she do all of this stuff? Because these are the things that lights her up. She loves the work that she does and she could do it all day long. No problem. I, on the other hand, would not make it, you know, splenic projector here. Um, And then she goes off after work and makes desks for fun because that's what she likes to do. So when she puts in her life force energy into these things, the more she does, the more energy it gives her, the more it lights her up. And I've explained this to her and it's so perfect. It is so on point for who she is and how she operates when she's in alignment with that sacral energy. Um, So go follow her and you can see that generator. I always talk about it. You can see her generator in action. So I want to talk about some of the gates and I talk about this because the sacral center is also um, has a lot of like sexual undertones. Like its purpose is really this life force creation, right? So that's creating things that can be humans. It can be life, you know, it can also be this creative energy to create art or business or um, like just creating these new ways, right? These new things in life. So I want to talk about some of the gates and how you can see if your sacral, um, if you have this sacral power, even if, like I said, this is also for people who don't have it. Um, but if your sacral is undefined, you may have some of these gates, which we've talked about before, can be activated by other people that you're around. So I'm going to go through some of the gates um, and talk about the, the power kind of behind these gates. And that's what fueling, that's what is fueling this center. So gate 34 is the gate of power. This is pure power to empower other people. Okay. Um, gate five is the gate of fixed patterns. This is really the energy to set and repeat patterns or rituals to ensure this consistent flow of energy. So people, you know, who have this fixed patterns, they may like to do things a certain way every time. And that ensures this consistent flow of energy. Gate 14 is the gate of power skills, releasing energy. This is money, resources, and this is to empower a direction in life. Okay. Gate 29 is the gate of perseverance. This is this commitment to experience, to an experience completely for this true discovery potential. Like you're persevering, like you're hitting these things, you're experiencing completely through all of these different things that are coming through. Gate 59 is the gate of sexuality. When it's attached Um, When it's a complete channel, this is really the sexual energy to bond with a mate and to recreate life. Um, So that's kind of the one that's the procreating (laughs) gate and channel. Gate nine is the gate of energy for detail. Concentrated energy used to create a pattern, used to create something that um, is detailed in a pattern form uh, to keep that energy continuing on. Gate three is the gate of ordering, which brings order to a mutative pulse frequency. It's like this, um, an order, a frequency of the energy. 
gate 42 is the gate of growth and the closure of a cycle and bringing things to an end. So we all know that that sometimes doors have to shut in order for other doors to open. The closure of a cycle and bringing things to an end is the gate of growth. Gate 27 is the gate of caring. This is nourishment and protection for survival. So the gate of caring. I want to talk, so you can look at your chart um, and see which one of these might be turned on, which gates or channels you have on connected and, and kind of see where your energy is coming from and how you can um, deeper that connection with it. I want to talk now about this sacral authority. So just because you have your sacral turned on, okay, you could still have a different authority especially if you have your solar plexus turn on, which we will be talking about soon. If you have emotional authority, emotional authority rules all. So if your solar plexus or emotional center is turned on, that is going to be your authority. But some people also have sacral authority. So moving on with this whole sacral power, the power of the sacral, um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about this authority. So Lee Swan Herbert said, uh, Liao, Leo, Leo, Leola <laughs> Swan Herbert says, if you want to practice getting your sacral voice moving, then having someone ask you these yes or no questions will help you with exercising those muscles and noticing, but it's not actual decision-making. You can't arbitrarily ask someone to ask me if I want to be a gardener and get an actual sacral response. It's a hypothetical question. Now, if you see an ad for a gardener position and you have someone ask you, do I have the energy to apply for this job, then you can get an actual response. So don't confuse the mind's desires with life actually knocking on your door. One takes place in actual experience and the other is imaginary. So all generators, like we've said, have this defined sacral energy and a strategy of waiting to respond. However, sacral authorities, like I said, only applies to generators who don't have the solar plexus center. Um, you know, so if you have the solar plexus center on, you are going to be a emotional authority. So having sacral authority means that, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I got a text message because I didn't turn that off. Having sacral authority means that your inner source of truth is rooted deep in your body. It's this energetic gut response to life, right? We talked about that. It's this yes or no response that you get in your gut, in your body, a rise or decline of energy, um, a pull to or from something. Um, and this is not instinct or intuition, okay? <coughs> Instinct and intuition comes from the splenic center. That's what I get. <laughs> and this is not the feelings or emotions. That's what you get from the solar plexus center. In fact, the sacral center is simply a motor, okay? This is to say that the sac sacral center does not have awareness in itself like the spleen, ajna, and solar plexus, and that it responds energetically or not. The response is this rising or movement of energy towards or away from what, what you might encounter. And it's your body's way of affirming or denying that something is correct to engage in or not. So in some ways, it is the most simple and direct inner authority. 
though often it's not easy because it's uncompromising and does not provide reasons for its response. Like you, you don't have to make sense of it, right? <clears throat> so this energetic response is often rooted in what are called sacral sounds. So these can be like guttural sounds, okay, originating deep inside your body. And they've been conditioned out of most of us at an early age by our parents or our teachers, um, people around us, our friends, and they were thought to be inappropriate or impolite. So for example, if you're a generator, you may know what I'm talking about. You may have felt this at some point, but again, it may have been conditioned out of you. So it's common to hear generators you know, in touch with their sacral response, kind of this underlying, uh-huh, or uh-uh, like, or hmm, or I don't know, like, you may feel these things coming up for you. And this is your body's way of telling you whether something is correct for you or not. Yet the mind is quick to overrule or question it. Um, so be sure really that the sacral center is this inner authority for decision-making. It's a little different than waiting to see what life puts in front of you. This sacral authority often requires yes or no questioning coming from inside this aura. And it's really specific to a particular circumstance or a set of conditions. Okay. It's common to have different responses or no response coming from the sacral to general questions, like, where do you want to work? That's not a yes or no question. Uh, a more specific question is, do you want to accept a job as a, um, you know, designer for company so, so, and so? Like, this will elicit a more specific parents, if you're listening, and you have a sacral child, a sacral authority child, I have one, Ask them yes or no questions. Like, do you want broccoli? <laughs> like, do you want to wear this? Like, and have an item, you know, not do you want to wear a dress? Like, um, help ask them yet specific yes or no questions where they can start to learn their sacral response. And as a parent, you get to help um, kind of grow this within them, knowing that now you have this step up, right? You only know what you know. You don't know what you don't know. So if you know that your child is a sacral authority, I have one sacral authority and I have one emotional authority. So asking them yes or no questions, they get to tap into that sacral response. Say, uh-huh, uh-uh, or yes or no. So when you're able to engage with life directly and move when and where your sacral authority takes you, there's no longer this need for an inter, you know, intermediary or outside authority, like asking people around you when it comes to what's correct for you. It may be helpful at times with received guidance from others who are in tune with you, but you have this direct relationship with life as it is and everything you need in that. So when it comes to listening to and trusting your body and responding to what life is putting in front of you, rather than like what you think you need to do or what you think should be happening, the mind is constantly telling us this subconscious talk, right? It's telling us that we should be something that we're not, as opposed to what we actually are. We, especially with social media, like you look out and you see people doing things a certain way and you feel like that's what you should be doing, or you should be doing something different. 
But when you're truly following your sacral response, it it requires this surrender to the body's intelligence, which challenges the mind's sense of being like the mind loses control of the outcome. And you surrender that to your body. You surrender that to your gut response of like, okay, I'm throwing up my hands, body, gut. What do you say? What is it? What are we going to do? So letting go and surrendering to your body, like getting out of the mind into your body. We hear this. I mean, you might hear it. I hear this. I hear people talk about this, getting out of your mind and into your body. That's exactly what this means. So let's talk about the sacral authority, like versus the mind. So you have this sacral center and it's designed to be this perfect navigation system, ready to handle any situation or challenge. Um, it does not provide reasons or rationale for why it engages or not. It's it's simply the intelligence of the form protecting itself and providing direction for the next step forward. I am going to take this Disney on y'all. And if you've ever seen Frozen 2, uh, if the moms are on here listening. If you've ever seen Frozen 2, Anna is in the cave and she just lost her. Am I giving away the movie? If you haven't seen it. Okay. Everyone has seen Frozen 2. So Anna is in the cave and she just lost her sister and she's just struggling and she's hurt and she's grieving and all she has to do is the next right thing, right? She's following her gut and we're going to pretend she's a generator. She's following her gut and like all she has to do is the next right thing, the next step forward. So generators, I want you to use that as your anthem. <laughs> as a result, it's not uncommon to hear of generators struggling to distinguish this sacral response from what their mind is saying. So how do you know what is a true sacral response and what is not? So <coughs> um, here's a few, like a sacral response that you might feel, okay? A direct response to a question coming from outside your aura. This is a yes or a no. There might be this embodied energetic resonance that lights you up or not. Like somebody asks you a question and you just like get a smile on your face and you feel this rise of energy in your body. A physical or energetic movement towards or away from something, kind of the same thing. Like you feel like, like a, a yes, like a giddy yes inside, like this energetic pull towards something. You're like, I might want to learn something about that. Or, you know, you see a sign or you hear a person talking in the corner and you're like, okay, I'm kind of drawn towards that. What is this person talking about? This might be accompanied by this guttural sounds of an uh-huh or an uh-uh or a hmm, or I don't know, or a yes or a no. This operates in the present moment, okay? In response to something experiential rather than theoretical coming from the mind. So, it might lack, you know, if it's coming from your mind, it might lack a physical energy or a movement. Um, <clears throat> if it's coming from the mind, it may take more effort to, to motivate action. And um, it, if it's coming from the mind, it might be accompanied by this mental dialogue, such as I should do this, or this is how it works may come with anxiety or concern about what's coming in the present or what has happened in the past of like, well, this happened last time. So I don't know if I should do it this time. That's all in the mind. You're not grounded in the present experience of what has actually happened. 
if you're using your mind, if things are coming from the mind, you may feel frustration, exhaustion, and want to give up on it. The mind does not know how to give us the life we're here for, but the generator body does. And that's exactly what you are built for with this sacral authority. The mind might engage in decision-making. Like you can find yourself saying yes or committing to things that your energy can't sustain. That's going to lead to that frustration. And if you're ignoring your sacral gut response, generators are going to get exhausted. They're going to start living out of alignment. And these physical problems are going to start popping up. Depending even on where your generator is connected to, you can feel that pulling, straining on the other centers. And this is where physical problems start coming up, like I said. So your body is going to be like, okay, I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this. I've been telling you this and you're not listening. So now I'm going to create a problem that you might listen to. And when that happens, that's when you have to start digging into where is this coming from? Is this coming from? Um, you know, maybe problems with infertility because your sacral center is attached to uterus and ovaries. Um, it is attached to in, in males, the, the scrotum and reproductive on both ends. So maybe you have these cysts in your ovaries. I don't know. Because your body's like, I've been telling you this and you're not listening to me. So now I'm going to pop this cyst in your ovary. <laughs> And you're going to have to go get an ultrasound from Bertia. So that may or may not be it. I'm just giving this as an example. Okay. I'm not saying that's where all cysts come from being out of alignment. There's a lot of other things, but just pay attention to your body is what I'm saying. Generators can often feel as life making decisions come through them. And that's exactly what happens. It doesn't matter what they think their life should look like as the life force knows what is correct for them and what they have energy for. This is their truth. Their patient and expectant waiting allows the universe to bring life to them while their responses attune them, the ebb and flow of the unique path and purpose they are here to live. That is also from the creator of human design. You are here to live these ebbs and flows. You are here for a specific purpose and your body knows what that is. It's all held within your human design. The sacral response is an embodied energetic movement, okay? You're going to feel it with your body. It's not intellectual. It's not logical. It's not negotiable. It just is what it is. It's your body's way of meeting what is. It is. Can't deny it. Therefore, it can be challenging for your mind or other people around you, right, to accept why you may or may not want to engage in something. And you don't have to explain that to other people. It just is what it is. It can also be difficult for other people to understand when your response does not align with their expectations for you or the relationship. It can seem stubborn or uncompromising when your energy does not respond in these situations. But it's your body's way of protecting you from the experiences that are not correct for you. And it is your purpose for being here. It's all written in your design. It's all written, held within your sacral center. When your sacral response is honored, it's going to guide you into the relationships and situations which will allow your true creative power to be expressed. 
When you follow this waiting to respond and making decisions based on your sacral response, it's this huge leap of faith because you're like, none of it makes sense in my mind. We're taught to to be working with our mind and think things and be logical and rational. (coughs) You're not taught to listen to your body and just take these leaps of faith, right? The seven-centered strategic mind way of navigating the world is still deeply embedded in our culture. We do not have to look far to find countless examples of generators being conditioned to be manifestors and have been told most of our lives that we want something to happen. When we, then we, If we want something to happen, then we need to form a plan and execute and then go do it. We've been conditioned to believe that thinking results in action and is this viable means of controlling what happens in our lives or not. So while some of the scripts and formulas that like are out there, even by business owners and people, leaders about how to be happy or successful have value, but they're based on how something has worked for another person and may not always be appropriate for the next person. These scripts and narratives seem to keep us in our heads and out of our body. Ultimately, this results in this high level of frustration and dissatisfaction. It can be an experience of deep relief when the sacral generator realizes that already have everything inside that they need. We've heard this before too, right? You already have everything you need, but we don't understand. We don't know how to tap into that because we, we, you may not have ever known your human design. People aren't talking about that. They're sharing what has worked for them and they may be a manifester. They may be a projector. They don't know how to listen to their gut response. So this this open and enveloping generator aura, right, is designed to draw life to you. And by following your strategy of waiting to respond, you may find that you have many more opportunities to respond than what the mind thinks is even possible for you. When the mind can finally begin to relax its grip over your life and take this back seat to the innate intelligence of your body, you can receive life as it's moment by moment, where the correct experiences are going to just show up effortlessly. It's a process of giving up what you think is best for you in order to let life provide you with its own guidance. Whether that be you trust in the universe, whether that be you trust in God, these things are going to show up for you when you release the hold that your mind has. It's not about waiting to be led or controlled. It's waiting for inspiration and the inspiration of what to respond to. Something that is truly aligned with you and and your purpose within this whole totality of everything you're here for. So generators, you know, can be these slaves whose energy was used to like benefit other people. Because you have the energy to push through. You have the energy to make all these things happen. You have the power and the possibility to honor the life force within you. And you can really lead this deeply engaged, satisfying life that is unique to you. And you're capable of lots of things more than your mind is going to let you believe. So ask yourself, like, who am I for myself? Or how am I using my energy for myself? It might sound selfish, but to some, like, it's, 
It's in this grounded place of self-love and acceptance. And when you love yourself and when you accept yourself and when you're moving in alignment, it benefits everyone around you. And when that kind of love and awareness is being radiated out into our world through this generator aura, other people get to attach to that. Other people get to go with that aura and, and are drawn to that energy. It's a ripple effect of life. When, when you as an individual, you listening to this podcast today, when you are in your fullest power, operating at your highest level, when you're in tune with your sacral life force energy, you have the power and the energy to carry on many things and make this world a better place. You radiate that through your generator aura. Other people are going to feel that. And it becomes this huge ripple effect, this huge awakening. And when you're guided through life by your own body's wisdom without the need to make decisions or to think about it or to question any of it, that is like huge volcanic explosions. So ask yourself these questions. I am going to make some um, affirmations for you affirmations for the defined sacral and some affirmations for the undefined sacral. And if you heard this today, if you were listening, if it makes sense, just start tapping into your body, get out of your mind and into your body. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you will start to tap in to your sacral power. If you have your sacral um, turn on, if you are a sacral authority, just start listening to your body. Um, if you enjoyed this today, if you learn anything, make sure you join my Facebook group, Be By Design, so we can talk about it and share um, and share this with your friends who, who may be generators. <laughs> and together we can light this fire um, and get this generator or moving along and helping the rest of the world. Um, so thank you for listening. Make sure you share, tag me. Um, I love that you guys are here with me and I'm so excited. Thank you for joining me today on this episode. Sacral Power with Be By Design. I will see you next week for another one. We'll do it again, friends. Have a good day. <laughs>